Welcome to the Knowing God Podcast. The hope of this podcast is that it would help you to know the Word of God so that you may ultimately know God. I'm your host, Andrew Rutten. For the last handful of verses that we've looked at, Paul has started subtly dropping some hints. Maybe you've noticed it. He's talked about Christians drifting away or being swayed or making sure that you are established in the faith. Well, if you've caught on to that and maybe you've wondered, okay, where exactly is he going with this? He now is going to shift and make that a bit more clear in this next section. Those little breadcrumbs or little hints, he's now going to speak directly to. And really, the rest of chapter 2 is talking about not being swayed from Christ or not falling into false teaching. And that begins in verse 8. So that's the verse we're going to cover today. This is Colossians 2 verse 8. See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit, according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the world, and not according to Christ. He says, do not be taken captive. Remember back to our little breadcrumbs. Verse 4, Paul mentioned that he was focused on them not being deluded with false arguments about Christianity or faith. Verse 7, he said, I want you established in the faith. Now in verse 8, he speaks bluntly and directly. Do not be swayed. Do not be taken captive. Be controlled by Christ and Christ alone. And this isn't a hypothetical warning to the church. His language here is actually quite stern and forceful. In fact, he starts by saying, see to it, or watch out, or be careful. And in the Greek, the language there is less like saying, be careful of a potential danger in the future, and is more emphasizing, be careful of a present danger. It's the idea of watching a kid run toward a street where you see a car approaching. It's a sharp warning. Watch out. Be careful. There is a present danger. And this does seem to be true for the Colossian church. We don't know in depth from the book what exactly was happening, but the best scholars can tell is that there was some sort of philosophers and teachers that were saying, Christ simply wasn't enough, saying that the view these Christians had of Christ was insufficient, or even, probably worse, that Christ himself was insufficient. They were saying the church shouldn't just look to Christ. You need more wisdom. You need more knowledge. You need more works along with your faith. You need new spiritual practices that can make you grow deeper in a spiritual sense with God. Paul's point this entire time so far has been to say, no, not true. I mean, we've said this over and over again. You don't need anything greater than Christ to have greater spirituality. It is all in Christ that we grow or that we mature. This is why at the end, he says, be careful of wisdom or teachings or traditions or practices that are not found in Christ. Don't be taken captive by worldly ways. Instead, 
Be captive to Christ. Grow in Christ. And I should say, I don't think this is Paul saying that any sort of philosophy or any sort of spiritual practices are bad. I mean, other places in his letters, he commends them, or he even talks about using them, or he uses wisdom. So I don't think that's all bad. And we could go through and look at each one of these elements, philosophy, empty deceit, human tradition, elemental spirits of the world, and we could nuance all that and figure it out. And I think you should on your own time. But for the sake of time, I think what he is saying here really is anything that is trying to find greater spirituality or wisdom or growth that is apart from Christ. That is what I think he is warning in. He's saying, if it is not rooted in Christ, it is deceptive and damaging to your soul. And he's already gone to great lengths to tell us so far in the first chapter and a half that all we need is in Christ. Our growth is in Christ. Our wisdom is in Christ. Our image bearing is found in Christ. Our maturity is is in Christ. He's already hit all of these things. Our spiritual disciplines and practices are in Christ. Therefore, don't be swayed by other voices that are trying to get you to slowly move away from Christ. So here is one challenge I want to leave you with today. And I say this somewhat cautiously, um, but hopefully you'll get my point. I want you to consider today How much do I tend to listen to outside voices compared to how much I listen to the voice of Christ? I'll say this at the beginning and I'll say this at the end. I don't think outside voices are always bad. I right now am an outside voice to your walk with Christ. So obviously, I don't think they're all bad. But just consider this. When you want to grow in Christianity, do you look to Christ? or other voices. When you look for wisdom in life, do you look to Christ or other voices? When you look for ethics in life, do you look to Christ or do you look to other voices? When you look for personal development and growth, do you look to Christ or do you look to other voices? Now, again, don't hear me say that other people are always bad. That's not the case. But do hear me say that if you listen to them more and with greater attachment than Christ, it's dangerous. All you need is found in Christ and other voices, myself included. If this podcast is not helping point you to Christ, to find answers in Christ, to walk and dwell in Christ, they're not helpful. We don't need extra wisdom outside of Christ. He's already said in this book, all wisdom is found in Christ. All knowledge is found in Christ. All true spirituality is found in Christ. We don't need other voices pointing us in other directions. We need voices and people pointing us to the scriptures who show us Christ, and therefore we can know God and walk with him in maturity and growth and wisdom. So I want to encourage you today. Would you trust Jesus enough to go to him first? I want to encourage you to trust in and go to Jesus. Stay fixated on him in the scriptures. 
Stay fixated in Christian communities that are pointing you to him. Stay fixated on saying yes to the things that he's asking you to do. Stay fixated on disciplines that are helping you love him. Stay fixated on Christ. Drifting is dangerous, and Paul is warning us of that. Friends, don't run into the street with oncoming traffic because you think you'll be fine, because nothing would ever really happen to you. Paul sees the danger. Christ sees the danger, and he's warning you. Stay where you are. Do not drift. Stay focused and fixed on Christ. It is not oppressive for a parent to tell you to stay in the yard, and it is not oppressive for Paul to tell you to stay in Christ. That is where life and wisdom and knowledge and spirituality are found. So friend, stay captive to Christ. Friends, may God bless you and keep you. May he give you favor, grace, and peace.